So now we come to the end of our uh, scheduled practice together today. Um, You needn't let it be the end of your practice today if you have more interest and energy to practice. In speaking with some of you today in uh, small groups, I was reminded of uh, when I first uh, came to the Dhamma, because there are many of you here doing your first retreat. And when I was in my mid-twenties, I was living in a commune up in central Maine. And uh, I was not interested in spiritual practice or meditation or Buddhism or anything. I was into the Grateful Dead, (laughs) which is kind of a spiritual meditative practice. But (laughs) nevertheless, that was my practice. And uh, the vehicles for getting high then was not meditation. (laughs) Nevertheless, that was my lifestyle. And uh, after, uh, at some point there, there was one of the women in the commune. She said, uh, oh, I'm going away for a couple of weeks. And I thought she said to something like a resort. And I said, oh, that would be nice. Uh, Sign me up. I'll go too. So the appointed day came and we drove down the coast to uh, Bucksport, Maine, to an old uh, Catholic uh, seminary. And we got there and uh, there were already people there because it was the last two weeks of the first three-month course that Jack and Joseph and Sharon were teaching. The last two weeks was open to people to come to the retreat. So we walked into this uh, uh, seminary and everybody was walking around, wrapped up in blankets, staring at the floor, not talking. It was like we walked into a cemetery, not a seminary. And uh, so we didn't know, there was nobody around to talk to. So we walk in the dining rooms on the left and the meditation halls on the right. So we looked at the schedule. We opened the door and we see people sitting in there like here. And we looked at the schedule on the door, you know, wake up, 4.30, sit, walk, sit, breakfast, you know, sit, walk, sit, walk, lunch, sit, walk, sit, walk, tea, sit, walk, 7.30, talk, ha. We looked at each other and said, wow, at least we get an hour a day to speak to each other. Uh, Wrong perception, delusion, rampant delusion. Anyway, we got there and I, at this point, I had never read a, a Dhamma book. There weren't many then. Or didn't know anybody who meditated. Never heard of Buddhism. Not interested. I thought I was going to a resort. But it was a two-week retreat, just like this. So <laughs> I got there, and I said, well, I don't know. So I sat up back, leaning against the piano for two weeks. And a really interesting thing happened. And it happens on retreats. You know, you come and you you come in with your ordinary mind and you go through your days and it's like you're still yourself and you struggle and you, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. At the end of which you think, God, what happened, you know? And you don't realize what happens until you leave. And then you realize, wow, I'm in a different place. You know, the mind gets 
transformed. Uh, even though we don't see it happening, it's so gradual and so microscopic, really, that we don't see it happening until we step back into our ordinary reality, the reality and the lifestyle that we left to come on the retreat. So when we returned to the commune, well, we thought we were normal. Well, we were. But when we got back to the commune and met everybody, we realized how different we felt. Now, everything was the same. Same people, same relationship, same activity, same, same everything, except different understanding. Totally different understanding. Because of just hearing and practicing the Dhamma. We don't notice it. It seems so ordinary, but it is a profound uh, opportunity just to listen to the Dharma and practice the Dharma because it'll change your life in ways that you can't, well, that you can't imagine. After that two-week retreat, a year or so later, they bought this place, IMS, and they needed uh, some people to come fix it up because it was kind of run down. So I came here to um, volunteer for a work retreat. In those days, if you wanted to come here and do a work retreat, you had to pay to come <laughs> to work. Nevertheless, that's what we did. And I drove up to the front yard, and I came in to the office. And uh, somebody was there and said, oh, you're here for the retreat? I said, yes. And they said, well, let me take you to your room. So they took me upstairs and through all the maze of all the buildings, I ended up over in the Catskills. And they took me into one room there, and they opened the door, and there was nothing in the room. There was a floor, that's it. And they said, this is where you'll be staying. <laughs> I said, okay. So I took my backpack in, closed the door, and I looked out the window to the pine forest out back there. And this feeling came over me. This is where I'm going to spend a lot of time this life. Now, I'm not one of those hokey pokey, you know, the kind of mystical woo woo wow wow. And, and that, that's the, that type of stuff never happens to me. And yet, it does sometimes. And of course, since then I've been, been here. That was in 77. And been here a lot since then. What happens when we hear the Dhamma is it reactivates understanding that we have acquired before this time. Now, where that understanding comes from, I'll leave it to your imagination. But we have this understanding. And I know I've spoken to others of you, and it was, it was so for me, that when I heard the Dhamma for the first time on that first retreat, is it, it was as if I was hearing what I always knew, but I'd never heard or read before. We're lucky to have the opportunity to hear the Dhamma and to practice it. There are so many people in the world that don't have the opportunity. Either the discretionary time or the, the, the teachers or just the interest. And of those who hear, even have the opportunity to hear, so few take that opportunity. 
of those who even listen, so few take the opportunity to actually practice. And of those who practice, so few have the opportunity to really get guided to where they can learn, where they can realize for themselves. Here we are, doing what we can do. So thank you for your efforts today. It really is a, a valuable contribution to your life and to the world to do this work.